All right, here we are with another ranking. We're going to be ranking legendary Pokemon themes. Um, and uh, yeah, so here's what the tier list is going to look like. Starting off in S tier, we got It Slaps. You should know by this point, this is going to be a very subjective ranking. Um, and honestly, I just thought of this idea on the fly. This is a lot less work than trying to like write down like actually thoughtful ideas. This is just going to be in the moment ranking. And that's going to be kind of fun, you know? Um, then we got absolute bops in A tier. B tiers, I mean, it's cool. I feel like I feel like there'll be ones that I like, but it's like, it's more that it just doesn't fit into A tier and does it certainly doesn't fit into S tier. And then C tier is mid, mid, mid. And that's more just like, well, obviously not good enough to be B tier. I don't know that any like true theme, like any legendary theme is truly that bad per se. I think they all have their bonuses. They all have their, I guess you could say positives to them. So again, you got to remember that there is subjectivity in this. D tiers, it exists and I don't particularly care about it. F, F tiers, well, it's forgettable. And sometimes in some cases I may not just I just may not care. It's just basic things like that. Now, this uh, ranking will only include legendary Pokemon music up until the Sword and Shield DLC. That puts us to 2020 um, because since then we've had BDSP, we've had Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, and we've had Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, so obviously this tier list will not be including those themes. But you know, future rankings exist for a reason. So, without further ado, let's let's check this out. Okay, starting off, we got Arceus. This is the God Pokemon. Um, also, I think this video might be kind of laggy. It's my first time trying this out, so we'll see how it goes. So I apologize in advance if this is not the most, you know, pleasurable viewing experience. I suppose. See, Arceus's theme. I, okay, so here's the thing. I do recommend that you listen to this music. I'll put a, a couple links in the description where you can find compilations of the legendary music, uh, legendary Pokemon music. Um, but okay, the thing to know about Arceus's theme is that Arceus is the god Pokemon. It's the creator Pokemon, origin of everything kind of thing. And well, heh, um, it's music <laughs> when it happens in the game. It's just like, the weirdest experience ever, it like works, but it also is so weird. The only reason I'm putting it in absolute bops, I mean, maybe I should rank it lower because I guess it's cool. We'll put it in B tier. I feel like um, Legends Arceus does a better job with some of the more epic sounding music. So not that I could think of anything right off the top of my head because that uh, is a bit more similar in soundtrack compared to a game like Breath of the Wild rather than a typical Pokemon game where it's very clear what music belongs to where or who or what. Um, we'll put it in, I mean, it's cool. I think I wanted to put it in A tier because it's Arceus and I mean, it's the God Pokemon. It would feel kind of weird to rank it low, but you know, I'm gonna just go and order these images because it's otherwise too much scrolling around. So here we got the gen six legendary Pokemon themes. We'll put it in mid because I actually quite like the legendary Pokemon uh, music uh, for the X and Y legendaries. It's just mid compared to everything else. Like it's it's all right. They're cool. Um, uh, I I remember vibing out to it when I was younger. So here we have Black Kyurem and White Kyurem from Pokemon Black Two and White Two. I put it in mid. Um, no, I changed my mind. I mean, it's cool. Um, the thing is that with these Pokemon is that uh, 
first of all, I don't, I also don't have as big of an, an attachment to the like theme. Um, it's got like a really interesting buildup where it's really quiet and there's this like kind of low bass going on. And then it just suddenly shrieks and like the, sh the music becomes really shrill before it jumps right into the actual main melody. Um, and it's really well done in terms of the composition. Um, but I don't know that I would like rank it any higher than this because I just I just prefer other music. Okay, we have Calyrex from Generation Eight, and this music I think it plays every time you find it in the game. But I don't really like Calyrex, and also the other legendary Pokemon themes like, like that that come with the DLC because. Calyrex is a DLC legendary Pokemon. The other Pokemon themes that come out of the DLC are better in my opinion and slightly more memorable, or they have some kind of edge to their musical theme that is, it just stands out a little bit more. It certainly fits with kind of the snowy, mysterious theme that uh, like the heart about harvests and stuff. I'm not here to talk about Pokemon lore, but like um, it certainly fits with what Calyrex's role is in the Pokemon universe. So it's cool. Then we have Deoxys from Pokemon Emerald, uh, Ruby Sapphire. I think, was it just an Emerald thing? I forget. Um, we will put this in, I mean, it's cool. Um, actually, no, wait, we'll put it in mid. There's a reason for this. So the thing is that Gen 3 music, uh, so the uh, the games, Pokemon, uh, Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald in particular, not so much Fire Red and Leaf Green, but it's, it's definitely more obvious with Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. They just went off with their brass instruments. There's just horns in every in every theme. Um, and it's great. We, we love horns, but um, I don't know that it serves it the best in Deoxys' theme. The remake of Deoxys' theme, I think is slightly better. And that's the one that comes right afterwards. I mean, it's cool because um, Deoxys is the DNA Pokemon. It's also an alien. Um, it came from outer, outer space. And the way that Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire remade Ruby and Sapphire is they had the post game, the Delta episode, and Deoxys is a catchable non-event legendary in those, in those games. And they remastered, I think, the music to be better than it was when it originally came out. The lack of horns for Deoxys' music for me is a plus because it's the kind of music that did not need the horns. Um, and the, like the horns wasn't really doing anything for it. Plus there was a, a lot of, uh, because the instrumentation was a lot stronger, there's something to keep in mind with the older games, which is that there were hardware limitations, obviously. There's only so much you can do with a 32-bit game kind of thing. So it's like, I understand that they also didn't have a lot of room for using a lot of different instruments. Like definitely with the newer games, the music sounds a lot more polished and maybe orchestral at times, um, almost like a symphony because it's, the technology just come so far, right? Um, so I guess Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire has that advantage, but I just feel the need to justify ranking a remake, a remade theme over the original. Then we have, I'm sorry, some people don't like the fact that with Dialga and Palkia's legendary theme in Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, um, or is it just, di no, Diamond and Pearl, sorry. Um, they don't really like the random piano solo that comes in, um, but I, I think it's, it's, it's a wonderful part because it like offsets the kind of fast paced tent. Like there's, this is a very like even tempoed 
theme, there's not a lot of di dynamics going on. So when that piano, that random piano solo comes in, oh, and the nostalgia of this theme for me, I absolutely adore the Gen 4 games, the Gen 4 legendary Pokemon, the designs, like everything about this generation of Pokemon was is, is still, I think, my favorite to this day. So there's a soft spot there too. When I, I remember like when I was younger and I listened to like, 10 minute loops of the of the legendary pokemon theme specifically for for the for these legendaries so soft spot for me then we have ultra necros sorry dawn wings necrozma and dusk maiden necrozma so much like black kyurem and uh white kyurem so i don't think i explained this with them but black kyurem and white kyurem are fusion pokemon so black kyurem is kyurem uh these are generation this is generation five right so this is kyurem fused with Zekrom, and then White Kyurem is Reshiram fused with uh, Kyurem. Um, so uh, they had a whole, again, yin-yang um, kind of theme to those games, really cool motif. Um, and they kind of just, they made made the Pokemon look super busy with those, with those, uh, with with this fusion, that's not the that's not the last time that would happen in Pokemon because then we got Duskmane Necrozma and Dawnwings Necrozma, which is a fusion between Necrozma and Lunala, and then Necrozma and Solgaleo from Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon exclusively. I find their music to be really forgettable because the legendary Pokemon theme that comes after facing Dawnwings Necrozma or Duskmane Necrozma is way more memorable. So I'm like, it exists. It's okay. It, it, but I, I also don't, it's not so bad that it's forgettable, but it's not that good that it would be any higher than mid even. Okay, so this is one of three individual themes uh, from Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Um, I think I'm going to put it in absolute bops, and the other two that are in the same grouping are going to be the same. So this is Entei. I've talked about this Pokemon's lore along with the other two Pokemon in the trio. I've talked about it at length in multiple episodes. You can listen to my episode on Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver, the brilliance of the remake way back in season two. If you want to hear my whole spiel about it, I, every and even my Pokemon uh, rants where I discuss typings, you can hear about me rant about this lore there too. I, I any chance I get to rant about this Pokemon lore, I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back this time, the one and only time I hold back. So. Um, these Pokemon, um, they come in Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver, but Heart Gold and Soul Silver is a remake of Pokemon Gold and Silver, which came out in the early 2000s. So that again is when sound design was not up to the quality that it it would become in later generations. So there's only so much they could work with, um, and you know it's fine. The original music that they had for these, these legendary Pokemon, but they individualized them when they remade the music. So Entei has its own theme now. Raikou and Suicune, which are the other two Pokemon in the trio, they have their own version. So it's the same track, but they add in different instruments. So um, with Entei, it's like this low, this like kind of percussive drum beat. Um, uh, it's supposed to be like a volcano Pokemon type of thing. So it has, it's, it's it's got this low rumbling to it, really cool. I'll talk about Raikou and Suicune when I when I rank it here. But because I love that they individualize the Pokemon themes for these three legendary Pokemon, it it gives them way more character and way more there's way more intrigue to them because they have this different music. Plus, they're roaming legendary Pokemon. So when you find them for the first time, they run away from you, and then you can find them anywhere. Um, 
potentially at random if you're not checking for it, but you, there's also tricks to make it so you can intentionally run into them and then you'll hear this music play. So it's like, it's cool. It's a cool experience. Ah, boy. Okay. So here we have this Pokemon that I don't like. Eternatus easily is going in forgettable. Um, I don't want to talk about it. I, I do appreciate that they kind of throw back to the Dynamax music because when you do like uh, Dynamax raids in Pokemon Sword and Shield, like and you enter a den, they there's a certain music that plays and there's definitely callbacks to it here. Um, Eternatus, also it's music. I don't particularly care for it. Um, but this one isn't bad. It's okay. Uh, it's a bit more epic sounding, I guess. Um, but I don't know. I Gen 8 was just, Gen 8 has some good music, but in terms of its uh, legendary Pokemon music, I don't really, I don't know, just not feeling so great about it. But that brings us to the Sword and, Se Sword and Shield DLC again, where they revamped the legendary bird Pokemon. Um, Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres introduced in generation one. Articuno, Ice Flying, Zapdos, Electrifying, Moltres, Fire Flying. They've been in the franchise for a very long time and uh, they've appeared in other games since, since the first one as well. Sword and Shield DLC did really well in giving them fresh designs, cool new typing while still maintaining callbacks to their original typing. Um, again, there's more lore stuff going on with these birds, but we're not here to talk about it. Um, the music though is completely unique. The one thing about generation one legendaries, the problem with them is because again, it was that issue of sound design. They didn't have unique legendary themes until the generation three remakes of fire red and leaf green like remaking red and blue fire red and leaf green was actually the first time the generation one legendary pokemon had their own unique themes because they otherwise just shared it with wild pokemon encounters so the fact that you like even though they're galarian versions it's like the birds truly have their own legendary theme and this was wonderfully done i remember listening to this for the first time in the game and almost losing my mind over it it slapped so hard it had no business being as good as it was it's an s tier there's no other place to put it giratina's there's literally no question giratina is basically like the god of the underworld if you will in the pokemon universe and it's a ghost dragon so the when it got its own game i.e pokemon platinum which I think everyone agrees is the best game out of the trio of Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, because Diamond and Pearl are basically the same game. But it's like, I think people agree that Platinum is the better game than Diamond and Pearl, which it is. Um, and Giratina's music is just so wonderful. Oh my God, because it's so chilling. The way that it starts and there's this kind of like drawl to, and it, there's like a buildup, and then it just kind of slowly draws back and then boom, throws you right into the music. And you're just not ready for it. There's all kinds of tempo changes, uh, key changes, um, so like switching between uh, certain minor keys that I think would disjoint a listener, especially if you're listening to it for the first time. Um, it just kind of takes you by surprise, hits you really hard. And it's it's the perfect music to listen to when you're brought to a place called the distortion world. It's just so wonderful, so, so foreboding. It's one of the great legendary Pokemon themes that is fantastic at building tension. Some of these like legendary themes are actually phenomenal at building tension, which brings us to Spectrier and Glastrier. This is, this is a bop. I don't 
particularly care for these legendary Pokemon that much, but their music is really good. It doesn't slap, but it's a bop. And something to note about Glastrier and Spectrier. So the game makes you decide between the two of them in the DLC. You can only use one or the other. Glastrier is ghost, uh, sorry, Glastrier is ice, Spectrier is ghost. Uh, Glastrier is the ice one and Spectrier is the purple one. I'm pretty sure that was clear enough. But um, in the game, the lore is that Calyrex was like their master and it used this item called the Reigns of Unity to tame the beasts because Glastrier and or Spectrier are like, they, they go nuts and they'll attack people and they're vicious and dangerous if they don't have something to rein them in, literally. So um, when you encounter it for the first time, it's literally like about to charge at people in a town and it's like, that's not good. Um, and the music that plays is so chilling, pun intended, um, and so spooky, pun intended again, all at once. It's like, you're scared because it kind of starts off with like some music that sounds a bit uncanny. There's a weird familiarity to it where it's like, oh, it kind of sounds like some wild Pokemon theme I've heard in this one Pokemon game, but I'm not entirely sure. But then it like, it just kind of like, uh, is it strings? I forget what instrument, but it's like, there's a part of the song once you get slightly farther in, like but once you get past the beginning of it and it enters kind of the main melody, it just like for me it, it kind of just strikes fear it's like oh my goodness this is something to be a fearful of and there's also this kind of urgency to the music where it sounds very rushed it's like oh my goodness I need to I need to go I need to take this thing down or whatever like you, you got to do what you got to do because these things can hurt you they're certainly not the largest nor the most intimidating legendary Pokemon on this list but their music serves them really well considering their role in the specific lore that was designated to them in the Sword and Shield DLC so I think I actually rank them high I rank them high. Okay, there's no question for this one. Ho-Oh's unique theme that was introduced in Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. It there's just no beating it. It's again a lot like the Generation One legendary Pokemon. Ho-Oh and Lugia of Gold uh, of Gold and Silver respectively did not have unique themes until their remakes, and Ho-Oh's remake is just perfection. The the drums, the bells, that just everything about it works. It's beautiful. It has a very traditional sound to it, which works really well with the theme of the game, the location, um, and just like there's a there's a cultural feel to it as well in a way that does not exist for a lot of these other um, uh, Pokemon themes because a lot of them are very electronic based um, in their sounds. Um, or weirdly percussive like Arceus's theme. But Ho-Oh's is like, I think it's just pure percussion. Like I, I think there's very little electronic music used to sell it and I uh, like love that so much. Okay, so Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. It exists because the birds and Mewtwo, they all shared music um, and it was okay. Um, um, like I, I, I think it's fine. Um, I don't know that there's anything too remarkable about it. Um, so yeah, that, that is a thing. Pokemon X and Y brought back the birds in Mewtwo as well, um, where depending on the Pokemon starter you chose, you would get either Moltres, Articuno, or Zapdos, and then Mewtwo would be found in the postgame. You could catch it in the postgame. Um, I actually quite like it. Again, that sense of urgency, I think, really helps because for me, legendary Pokemon are epic Pokemon, yeah, like regardless of size. Um, uh, they can, like, there's, there's, there's a lot of weight attached to them because they are rare. They're, you know, 
powerful. There's sometimes when it's done right in a Pokemon game, the lore is really like substantial and there's there it's it's a momentous occasion to be in the presence of a legendary Pokemon kind of thing. I know it's just a video game and a lot of these games were in pixels, but you know what? It's an experience. Music adds to that. Um, Pokemon X and Y, I think actually did a great job. Um, despite it probably being also a mid game overall anyway, the music was really good. Um, it's just not really like anything too special. It's not really anything to home, write home about. Okay, so Cure M's is not that different from uh, uh, like Reshiram and Zekrom's. I forget where that is on this on this list, but I'll put it in mid, I guess. I mean, maybe it is cool. I don't know. I guess it's okay. Yeah, we'll put it. We'll put it in. It's cool because I think it is better than mid. But even to put it in in the B and B tier for me is 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 I'm not sure because I like it. Um, Gen five music as well is pretty good at like rushing things and then slowing it down and then speeding it right back up. Like the tempo changes in Gen five music is honestly an experience and really cool. So that happens here with Kiram as well, and, and that's okay. Lake Trio. I mean, it's a bop. I do, I do like it. I do like the Lake Trio music. Um, Mesprit, Azelf, Yuki appear in Generation 4. Generation 4 was the time, folks. This is when it was happening. This is when you got lots of amazing Pokemon, amazing lore, and amazing music. Um, so even the, you know, mythical, sorry, sorry, not mythical, but even like the less impressive legendary Pokemon have really, really awesome music. Um, so then we got gold, silver, crystal. This is why, again, so Entei, obviously, like, it's individual theme. See, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Um, it, again, I, it's a hardware thing. It's cool, but I think the fact that, um, like, it's not, it's, it's not cool enough to be in, in B tier, but it exists. Um, it's not bad, though. It's not bad. That's also something to keep in mind. Um, so this is... This is fire red and leaf green. Um, this is a remix of the wild Pokemon theme from red and blue because they remade those games, right? Um, they, they changed the key of it and they... No, you know what? Okay, I don't know where to rank this because it's actually not bad. Okay, I think I do need to rank this higher. Never mind. We'll put, we'll put this one in its cool. Um, I'm literally changing my mind as I'm recording, but... Um, the reason I have to put it in mid is because it does this really interesting thing, like I said, where it changes the key of the original wild Pokemon music, but it like, uh, what does it do? What's, what's the word to describe? It has this like kind of, there's, it's almost like, oh, what's happening? It's like, this is kind of not scary, but it's like, you at least feel like you're entering a slightly different Pokemon battle than a normal wild Pokemon battle. Um, so it's okay. Um, I don't know why this Pokemon has all like, like all the legendary Pokemon in it. So we'll just skip over that one. Okay, this one, this one is a bob. I feel like people don't talk about it enough. Gen 7 music was actually pretty good. Um, and the legendary music was actually really awesome. Uh, I really like Solga, Solga Leo, Gunalas, and, and Necrozma's themes. They really fit with what the, um, uh, what the, what, what, what am I looking for? The motif of the game deals with space, so I'm like, this really worked because I'm like, you can get like this kind of outer space feel. And then there's this part where it just like, uh, I hate doing like 
renditions with my own voice, but it does this like, did it? No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I already tried. I've attempted no longer doing it, never doing it again. Just listen to it in the description. But there's a part where kind of similar to like Dialga and Palkia's theme where it, it, it shifts in its music, where I think the music itself is a little bit kind of bare. Um, and then it just kind of like, there's this like, not reverb, but there's this like kind of heavy sound where it just kind of drops. And then there's like some, I think almost like dubstep mixed into mixed into it. And then it like just jumps right back to like the normal melody. And I'm like, you're just kind of like taken, you're just thrown for a loop with this. And I, I really like it. I really like it. Lugia's I don't rate as high um, as Ho-Oh's. It's cool. You get this underwater feeling to it. Why is this a psychic flying Pokemon when it's when it's situated in water, because like this is fire flying. Why isn't this, you know, water flying? Makes no sense. But you know what? Here we are. Um, but Lugia's is cool. I do like it. I just don't. I don't rank it as high. That's all. Okay. So Mew and Mewtwo. I don't remember. Like if I might be misranking this, but I'm pretty sure it's just the same as uh, Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. Or if not, they have very samey sounds. So we're just going to put them all here. Um, and then, yeah, okay, so we're getting to some of my favorite legendaries, of course. Um, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, right? When they remade, when they gave Primal Groudon, Primal Kyogre, like gave Groudon and Kyogre their primal forms and added this more orchestral feel to their music, it just really amps up the epicness of facing them. Because again, those horns were going hard <laughs> in the Generation 3 games, but they're kind of lacking in the remake. The, I, they're still present. They're just, they're not as strong though, noticeably. But it does work well enough with their music. They don't necessarily need the horns to have such a strong theme. So yes. And here we'll put we'll put Raikou here. Raikou's is like kind of faster compared to Entei's. Entei's is like a very slowed down version of, of the main theme. But, you know, uh, Rykos is like on the faster side. It maintains a more even tempo, I think. Really cool. Um, so we rank Mega Rayquaza in the same place as Primal Groudon and Primal Kyogre. Let's see, Pokemon Black 2 and White 2 for uh, the Regis. So Reggie Gigas, the Shreya Master, Reggie Steel, Reggie Rock, Regice. Um, introduced in Generation 3, their music has been remade more times than I thought. I was like, wow. They've appeared in more, more games than one would think. They're the legendary golems. It's cool, I guess. Um, they have a they have a they have a cool theme. I do like their theme, but I don't think the music from Black 2 and White 2 is that memorable, in my opinion. I am more likely to remember this one and not this one. And also this one. And I'm also less likely to remember this one, even where they introduced Reggie Draco and Reggie Alecki, I don't really care. I find the remake of, of Ruby and Sapphire and then the iconic original Ruby and Sapphire version, I find those to be the most memorable. And I think they're cool. I do think there are some similarities with Deoxys' theme. Um, I feel like it's a sound design thing again, um, but it's really, they're really cool. They're similar sounding. And I think that's maybe partially why I like it. Um, so I guess by that measure, I'm also going to put Reshi, Reshiram and Zekrom's theme because it's really similar to Kyurem's. I don't actually remember, to be completely honest, if Kyurem's is like a, like a slightly different version of Reshiram and Zekrom's, but it's like, it's, it's good. So I'm going to put it in the same ranking. Okay. So this music is actually pretty good. I mean, it's cool. Um, I wouldn't say it's that memorable. 
but it's not bad. I still prefer the horses though. Like on their own, they're so fearsome. And it's like, it's got this kind of epicness. It, I think it combines basically Calyrex's theme with Spectrier and Glastier's theme. So it's like, it's it's like, oh crap kind of moment, but still it's good. I don't rank it as a bop though. So Shadow Lugia is here just because the tier list maker put it here. This, um, I mean, I would put it with absolute bops. It's, it's Shadow Lugia does not exist in the main series games. And it's such a shame because Shadow Lugia is so cool. It's, it's just really, really awesome. It's so foreboding. It's so scary. This is also like a similar reason why I rank like Spectre and Glastier's theme highest because there's this kind of tension to it. It's scary. It's like, it's an oh crap moment, you know? Um, so uh, Sweet Coons is a lot more, compared to Entei and Raikos, it's a lot more, I guess you could say, mellow. But there's also, there's also like, I, I forget uh, how different it is compared to Raikos. But again, I've already established that these three have individualized versions of the same theme. So it makes them unique, they're bobs. Um, okay, so now we're getting to the other Gen 4 legendaries. I put them in bobs as well. So Giratina in Diamond and Pearl has the same theme as all these other legendary slash mythical Pokemon, but it has its own theme and platinum. But anyways, with these guys, they all share the same music, but you know what? This music is really cool. Um, and I like how the screen like shakes and there's like this weird like like filter or something over it. And you're like, am I getting transported to another dimension kind of feeling? But you know what? It's cool. And again, the music, uh, music, music is, it's a ball. It's a ball. Okay. So the tapus, the tapus are cool. The tapus are cool um, from generation seven. They're all right. Um, they don't kind of have as much energy compared to maybe some of these other themes, um, but they're, they're okay. They're okay. Ultra Necrozma. Oh, see, this is what overshadowed Dawn Wings and Duskmane for me. Ultra Necrozma comes basically right after, or almost right after, the Duskmane and Duskmane and Dawn Wings battle. Ultra Necrozma is terrifying. Ultra Necrozma is scary but its music is perfect for it. It brings together, I think, some of the best elements from potentially Duskmane and Dawnwings and Necrozma's theme, and then some elements from just the main normal theme for Solgaleo, Lunala, and Necrozma on their own. It brings together some of those best elements, combines it into one, and makes it this really epic sounding momentous fight, especially considering like the stage you reach in the game. It's like so much has gone down. There's so much that happens in Ultrasun and Ultramoon. Um, and this, this, this Pokemon is so broken for so many reasons because it becomes Psychic Dragon, which are two, some two, like basically two of the best typings you could combine ever. It's, it's broken. It's crazy. Um, so it's wonderful for that. Okay. Um, it exists. I don't dislike the Ultra Beast music. I dislike the Ultra Beast. I mean, they're basically aliens as well. I mean, okay. Deoxys is also like basically an alien, but at least it's its design is kind of cool. I don't know what it is about the Ultra Beast. I don't like Guzzlord, for example. It's Dark Dragon. Why is it Dragon? It's just a gigantic mouth or something. I don't know. It's weird. And Buzzwool makes me uncomfortable. Blacephalon's okay, I guess. And Stack Attack is kind of funny. But like, I don't know. They're just kind of weird to me. There's, I don't know if it's an uncanny thing or not. I have no clue. But the music's cool, but it's just not. I don't know. I just don't strongly associate with them. Okay. Okay. So uh, the Swords of Justice 
and the forces of nature are three trios that were introduced across the generation five games uh i forget who came first i think the forces of nature were introduced in black two and white two or was it the other way around where they are introduced in black and white i don't remember which trio was introduced first um i mean this also includes uh victini who's just a standalone mythical Pokemon. But anyways, well, I'll just majorly talk about this in the case of the forces of nature and the swords of justice. So the forces of nature are based off of Japanese gods, Japanese deities, and the swords of justice are based off of the three musketeers. So really cool motifs grounding them. And it actually does make sense with these the kind of themes that run through the generation five games about, um, again, that motif of yin and yang. So like, I guess, balance. It works really well, motif-wise. Um, this music, the, the music, the, the theme for these Pokemon is a perfect encapsulation of that sense of building tension, tempo changes. The tempo changes in this song are absolutely whack. You can't prepare for any of them. It takes you by complete surprise. It's almost like, like getting whiplash or something. Um, I, I feel like I experienced that the most with this Pokemon theme. It's so cool, but like, it's just, oh, it's such an experience. I, you really do have to listen to it to, to know what I'm talking about. Um, okay, so um, I'll save some of my favorites for last. Um, so this is mid, and then this is, it exists. So the legendary dogs, legendary doggos, they're okay. Zacian, I don't know how to say its name. Zacian and Zamazenta are not bad Pokemon. Their designs are okay, um, but I, I, they're just not that memorable to me. They're not that forgettable. I also don't like Eternatus, so that's part of the reason why it's here, um, but they're okay. And then when they have their legendary theme, like when you meet them in the forest for the first time, it's like very mysterious, and you can hear this kind of like wolf-like um, uh, you can hear like wolf sounds and stuff, which is a really cool addition to the music, really adds to the atmosphere. And then when you catch them, I think the music is, is really cool. It's an improvement, definitely a buildup. You can tell that these two themes are very connected. I think I've just ranked this slightly higher because it's, it's just a bit more epic sounding compared to like when you first meet them in the game. Also, why do you meet them right off the bat? I don't get it. Um, so here we have three of my favorite legendaries out there um we will put i mean it's cool um with so the heart gold uh and soul silver remake of groudon kyogre and Raquaza's music super cool um but uh yeah it's it's just uh what's what's it called i i like it i do like it but i prefer Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire's remade remade version. And then in general, I also, this is where the horns for me work. It's okay here. Um, I do like, I do, I do actually enjoy the horns in this legendary music. They're not working with a whole lot in terms of sound, but they actually, they make it work for me. And also huge, humongous nostalgia. That's also a big part of it. Um, so yeah, this was the legendary Pokemon theme music tier list. Can't say it's the most definitive, it's the kind that needs I need to like add on to in the future for sure. Um, but it's like the, overall though, the music is just really good. Um, and I I will give credit where it's due, maybe with the exception of the generation one Pokemon, because legendary Pokemon themes were not a thing in the earlier games. So from like 1995 or 1996 to like 
the early 2000s. They weren't really doing this. It wasn't until 2002 or 2003, whenever Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald came out. It wasn't until those games that Legendary Pokemon got their own music. So it's like, these are the only outliers in terms of Legendary Pokemon themes, like Mewtwo, Mew, and the Legendary Birds, excluding the Galarian Birds. Um, uh, the thing is, is that almost all legendary Pokemon themes have some connection to the Pokemon that it's like that represents it, that the, the Pokemon that appears when that music plays in some shape or form, there, there's a connection, there's cohesion between the Pokemon and the music. And I can appreciate that. So even no matter, no matter where I've ranked the Pokemon, it, it still makes sense. It works. And of course, with these lower tier ones, it's simply because the other ones that just rank higher are just way more memorable um, and just stand out a whole lot more. Um, again, it's completely subjective. So this is just my opinion. Um, I, I like, it's not so much a recommendation thing, but I feel like this is the kind of thing that if you do for fun, I think you would enjoy. Um, uh, so yeah, this was the lore research that's findings on ranking legendary Pokemon theme music. It's been a fun time. Thanks for tuning in folks. And I'll see you next time.